Hello and welcome back to Beagle as League and all rugby league experience. Let's dive straight back into these reviews. Game four, South versus the Dragons, the charity shield. Spewing we lost, but it was a really good and enjoyable game to watch. Very close, to be honest. I reckon if you add another five or ten minutes to that game, Souths could have scored another try and maybe leveled the score. Uh, but it was a very, very good game to watch. Ben Hunt, he really stood up in that game, in my opinion. I think he looked really, really good. Cody Ramsey as well with that Superman try. That was just unbelievable to watch. I can't believe he did that. If I had the vertical, if I had the... The moves, the charisma of Cody Ramsey. I don't know what I'd be doing right now. But anyway, get further into this game. Jack Bird at 13, I thought was quite interesting. Really liked him there, though. A lot of people I talk to say that Jack Bird is indeed a 13. And after watching that game, I'd have to agree. He looked really good there. And I honestly can't wait to see how he goes in 2022. Lachlan Ilias banged a 2040. The second 2040, I think it is now in our competition. The first one was, I think it was from Brandon Smith. Um, and then now, Olaklin Ilias with the second one. He had quite a decent game as well, I thought. I think he looked good in that seven jersey. Uh, it would be very interesting to see how that combination of Lachlan Ilias and Cody Walker works out for this 2022 season. The score was 16-10, so very, very close game. Lomax was looking flashy in that game, especially with that flick pass to set up Ravalawa. It was really entertaining. Uh, Cody continues that form. Hey, I thought he had a really good game. Cody Walker, really good try there as well. And yeah, as I said, really continuing that form from last year, I hope. And I hope he has a big year in this 2022 season. Proves the people wrong that keep talking about him in a way that makes him seem like he needs Adam Reynolds as well. He doesn't need Adam Reynolds. We can clearly see that, that he's still a freak. Whoever's partnered with him. So, yeah, I really liked the South halves. I thought they went really well in that game. You can sort of tell where they missed guys like Dane Gagai, where they missed guys like Adam Reynolds. I felt like the direction in that side sort of went down when Adam Reynolds wasn't in that side. And I really hope that isn't the case going into 2022. Would hate to lose a bit of that direction, but it looks like that's the way that this is going to go. Obviously, losing a guy like Adam Reynolds, you're going to have a bit of loss in direction. But I hopefully Lachlan Ilias and... Cody Walker can step up and play some really good footy. I reckon they've definitely got the potential to. Great signs for Dragons fans. I thought that Ben Hunt and Amone played really well in that one. I think they're actually a really good combination, the old and young, the experienced and the non-experienced, the flushy and the brave. Really like that combination there, Ben Hunt and Amone. I thought Amone played really well in that game as well. He's a special talent, Amone, and... Can't wait to see him in 2022, as well as the guys like Tyrell Sloan, who I thought played quite a decent game as well. Uh, and I wonder where Jaden Sullivan will fit into that side if he does fit into the side. Hopefully he does this 2022 season. But yeah, great signs from Dragons fans. Really enjoyed that game. Moving on to the Cowboys and Broncos game. It was a great kick from Gamble to sub that first try. I thought that the halves for the Brisbane Broncos even though they changed quite a bit in that game, played really well. I thought the hammer was sensational. The flair, the X factor that he brought into that Cowboys side. They actually look like a really dangerous team going into this season. They really play with a lot of X factor. I liked Scott Drinkwater as well. I thought for the little stint that he had, he played quite well. Um, Tom Dearden as well, showing a lot of strength as well as that X factor. And 
Chad Townsend as well. Valentine Holmes, I thought, played really well at center. Obviously, we talked about the hammer. Look, the Cowboys don't have a bad side going into this season. It really depends how they use Tamalolo, in my opinion. I thought that's where they really sort of struggled last season. Um, but I think that Todd Payton's really starting to get a hold of this side. And it, it does look quite dangerous going into next season. I think it really depends where players play. And I know that's a bit of a weird sentence, but it does. It depends where he puts players and how this side shapes up going into this season. I really like it, though. I think it's a lot of X factor and quite a scary team to come up against, in my opinion. Really good try in there from Murray Talongi, set up by Valentine Holmes. He's got such great hands, and I think he actually suits that center spot really well and better than I thought he would, to be honest. I thought he was either a fullback or a winger. Really suited to the wing, I think Valentine Holmes is, but in that center role, I think he's quite good as well since he's had that role at fullback where he's really worked on his passing game. I don't mind Valentine Holmes at centre. I think he looks really, really good there. He actually scored a try himself, and he ran on a really great line as well. So great signs there from Val Holmes. He said himself he's loving the position, so can't wait to see how that goes. But, yeah, Murray Tillungi, great game from him out on the wing. Scored a double, great player. And Valentine Holmes, also sensational. If you want to get Valentine Holmes in your fantasy side, 526K. If you're willing to spend that much on him, I would definitely chuck him in your side somewhere, definitely in the starting lineup. He says here he's a winger fullback. That is set to change if he stays in the centers come round one. I think after round one, he'll be a center option. So whether you want to trade him into your side, uh, you can feel free to do that. Uh, And Murray Tulongi, 361K there on fantasy as well if you want to get him into your side. Quite a cheap one. Good one for the bench if he is playing starting football in 2022. Moving on to the Storm and the Knights game, I thought Clune, Adam Clune, I thought he looked really good in that seven jersey. And look, I thought last week he was ordinary, but this week I think he sort of proved to me that he would be a good pick there in that seven jersey. I've heard only good things about him from other players who have played in the Dragons with him, especially from Matt Dufty last week. Only heard good things about Adam Clune, so very excited to see how he goes come round one. But he's looking really decent at seven. I know I'm doing a lot of fantasy shouts here, but I think this one is definitely a good get. Adam Clune, if he's going to be the starting seven for the Newcastle Knights, he comes in at 371k for a half. Really nice one. If you're looking to get someone like Nathan Cleary in your side, Adam Clune would definitely be a good halves partner, 371K. And that really does depend on if he is the starting half for the Newcastle Knights. I think that'd be a really great get there. I think Clune brings great vision into that side uh, and definitely a great get. And speaking about the vision as well, he set up a beauty of a try there for Bradman Best off Chuala as well. Threw a beautiful cutout ball to Chuala. Chuala put a nice little kick in there, which, by the way, great vision from the center winger. He'd be an awesome one to get as well. Don't know how much he's on fantasy. Didn't really look into him that much, but I think he'd be a decent get too if he's cheap. Um, but enough about fantasy, more about the games. Um, yeah, it was a great try to start off that game. Clune, beautiful cutout pass. Beautiful kick by Chuala for Bradman Best to score. I can't wait to see how Bradman Best goes in this 2022 season as well. I'm loving Jerome Hughes at the moment as well. If you're not bothered to get a guy like Nathan Cleary in your side 
Jerome Hughes, he comes in at 734K. So definitely one to think about there. As I said, enough about fantasy. I should stop bragging about fantasy. Jerome Hughes, really, really, really talented footballer. Really loved him as soon as he moved into that seven, really. He's been fantastic. Probably one of my favorite sevens in that Melbourne Storm outfit and loved the footy that he's been playing, especially the try that he set up there for Jennings. It was sensational to watch. Big Nelson was denied in the first half as well. He was about to score an absolute beauty like he does, barging over the people on the goal line. He is just an absolute weapon. I think he's like seven foot seven one, so absolute unit. Big Nelson, uh, he was about to barge over but was denied. It just knocked it on. He was so close to scoring. Someone for Melbourne that I thought was really good in that first half was Tyron Wishart. He was the number nine for the first half. I thought he played some really good footy and was really good there for the Melbourne Storm. And a bit of pace about him as well. Uh, scored a try running straight through the middle there, set up by Jerome Hughes. Oh, you know, it wasn't Jerome Hughes. It was Cameron Munster. Cameron Munster put him through a beautiful hole. And speaking of Cameron Munster, I thought he played a really good game. And the Storm on a hole looked really dangerous going into this season. I can't wait for round one. When they come up against the West Tigers, I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Can't wait to see the Storm back in action. But from a Knights perspective as well, I thought they looked quite good in some aspects as well, especially Adam Clune. I thought he played really well at the seven. And Clifford at the six was just unstoppable, especially close to the line. I didn't know how strong he was until he played his first game for the Knights and absolutely ran over his defense. I'm not sure what who he was playing, when he played his first game for the Knights, but I know, I think it was his first or second game, he just ran over someone and scored. And he did the same in this game as well. Uh, just run over the defenders. He's great at taking the line on Jake Clifford. And I think him and Clune are going to be a really interesting halves pairing going into this season. But as I said before, really loving this Melbourne kit right now. I really like the team that they've got going into this season. Couple Their last season with a few stars as well. And I hope that they have a really big one. Moving on to the last game, the Sharks and the Dogs. I thought that Matt Burton looked really good in this game. He scored a try as well off a beautiful, beautiful left foot step. Just tearing up that Sharks defense. I thought he put a few good kicks up as well. Kicking game, great. Running game, great. Really good signs there for Doggies fans. I was loving the Sharks halves as well. Braden Trindle and Nico Hines, I thought, played a really good game as well. Braden Trindle... Really got some X-Factor about him. He was, I'm not going to lie, a bit quiet in that Indigenous All-Stars game. Uh, we saw a bit more of Albert Kelly than we did of Trindle, but, geez, in this game, he was sensational. And if he keeps up this form going into 2022, he's going to be an absolute rock star. Nick Arima as well, I thought, had a really good game. He scored a try as well, but for a small back row, or smaller, I should say, than compared to other back rowers, He's quite dynamic, and I really like what I'm seeing from Nicarima. And if he keeps up this form in 2022, he's going to be a real one to watch. I think, and he'd be a great get for the back row for fantasy. He's 550k, so cheaper than most back rowers. Definitely not the cheapest back rower that you can get, but definitely one to look out for going into this season. I reckon he's going to play some really good footy. Brett Naden obviously got an intercept in that game as well, but was tackled by, I think, Ronaldo Militalo. I could be definitely wrong there. Might have been someone else. Uh, but he did make that intercept there. He showed a lot of speed as well. So 
Very excited to see a try scoring Naden in 2022. Uh, he is a sensational player, and I'm very surprised that Penrith let him go. Don't know what the situation is there, so I can't comment on it, but geez, Naden's definitely going to be one to watch there as well. Mulatalo was looking really good. He's obviously scored a try in that game and set one up for Will Kennedy. Really definitely one to watch there, Ronaldo Mulatalo. Royce Hunt was really strong in that game. The front rower for the Sharks, so definitely one to watch. And then Franklin Pele took one huge run in that game and just bashed his defense. So Franklin Pele, I hope he makes his NRL debut in this season because he's definitely going to be one to watch the front rower. Definitely would provide some huge impact off the bench for the Cronulla Sharks. And it was a very good Sharks game there. Obviously, they did smash the dogs, but I thought there were some good signs there from four Doggies fans as well. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. I really hope you enjoyed my review of the trials. Can't wait for this 2022 season to kick off. Make sure you recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Oh,